aggravated. Aggravated first that I, the cultural anthropologist in town, had not known about this obviously important ritual. And then aggravated that my day's plans would be totally ruined as we would have to go around and deliver our embarrassingly small offerings to our friends. And then aggravated a bit by the senselessness of it all. We would be giving out gifts of about equivalent value to people who had earlier that day given us such gifts. And we ended up recycling lots of the rolls, and I suspect everybody else in town was doing the same thing that day. As we made our rounds, however, my aggravation gave way to delight. Delight at getting to visit with our friends over coffee. Delight at being able to symbolically reaffirm the bonds of friendship that were so important to us. So as I wrote up my field notes that night, I became embarrassed by my earlier aggravation. It wasn't very culturally sensitive of an anthropologist to, to be aggravated by such cultural customs. And as I wrote of the important role of such exchanges in maintaining community and culture in Tech Pond, the way in which seemingly quirky or meaningless customs make sense, not only make sense, but appear indispensable when they're understood in their full cultural context. I marveled at how the exceedingly intricate and elusive social fabric of Tekpon was publicly revealed and fortified that day in the exchange of sweet rolls. So in this course, we will look at, be looking at cultures around the world and attempting to explain why they do the things that often seem to us to be odd or exotic or even sometimes repulsive. Our goal is going to be twofold. First, to expose you to other cultures and other ways of doing things, to give you an overview of the extent of human diversity and cultural diversity in the world. This may range from the quirky, why do we have traffic lights in the United States that go green, yellow, red? Why don't we have traffic lights that go red, yellow, and green? Why do we call our mother's sister's son cousin? It's just the way it is. But in many societies around the world, mothers, sisters, children would be called by a different kinship name than fathers, sisters, children, for example, both of which we call cousins. So it's going to range from quirky elements such as this to more profound elements. What does it mean to be a man or what does it mean to be a woman? What's the meaning of death? Is rationality a human universal? And what do we as humans share and what makes us different? What can this tell us about ourselves as human beings and about human nature? Anthropology, like philosophy, touches on these fundamental questions of being. But anthropology does so in a very grounded way, relying not on hypothetical situations or on musings, but rather on the data of fieldwork our observations about what people actually do, what people think, how they act in the world. So in addressing these larger issues, the second aim of this class is to turn the anthropological lens on our own culture, our own ways of doing things. Making anthropology, in the words of the anthropologist Alfred Krober, a mirror for humanity. By studying other cultures and other customs, other belief systems, I hope to make you question some of your own assumptions about what is natural, what's human nature, what just is. And it's my belief that in doing so, we can provoke new and creative perspectives on our own lives. I think that the study of other cultures is inherently interesting. I mean, of course, I'm partisan. I'm a cultural anthropologist. But I think it has something valuable to offer all of us as members of our own societies. 
It's a privilege for me to be able to share with you my passion for anthropology, and I trust that you will find it worthwhile as well. Now, when you hear hear the word anthropology, what probably comes to mind is an Indiana Jones-like figure, dressed in khakis and a pith helmet, chopping his way through the jungle in search of hidden treasures and temples. Or perhaps you think of scientists studying human evolution, piecing together early hominid skeletons such as Lucy or digging them up in East Africa. Or maybe you think of anthropologists as going to study faraway locations, to study exotic peoples. And in fact, we do all of these things. I'm a cultural anthropologist. I study living peoples, living cultures. Although I work alongside archaeologists, biological anthropologists, and linguists. Cultural anthropology, as the name implies, is the study of modern cultures. Through cultural